All right, that's the bit. Topics worthy of discussion. Our panel has assembled. Joining me in studio, as she does most Mondays, Adrian Batra, Editor-in-Chief of the Toronto Sun. Good afternoon. It's great to be here. Great day for talk radio. Thank you for that, Adrian. Nice to see you here. Mike Van Solen is a principal at Navigator. How's Mike? John, I'm doing great. Fun to be in. Okay, well, that's it. Uh, <laughs> and Boo. Kim Wright is Boo. a VP at Hill & Knowlton and an ardent New Democrat. How's and- Arted and so many more things. But happy Monday, John. Happy, happy, joy, joy. You know, your prime minister says it's a, a good day for Canada. It's a great day for talk radio. He doesn't have a bell. I do. Uh, but He probably does somewhere well, in that office. There's a lot of things he doesn't have that I do. But listen, uh, <laughs> here's what I wanted to ask. Since he said it was a good day for Canada, I'm looking at this deal just on the surface. I mean, time only allowed for me to drill down so far. Uh, I'll throw it around the horn in a basic general question. Makes me wonder what the fuss was all about. I mean, anything stand out for you, Adrian? Yeah, a few things stand out for me, John. Um, We don't have any of that sort of virtual signaling of language that... um the Prime Minister and uh, Ms. Uh, and Minister Freeland were talking about in the first place. I think that the overall uh, deal that was done was good enough. I'm proud that Canada has a deal. I'm proud that we, um, we we stuck through it and and we've got something on the table and I think that's important. There will continue to be more devil in the details as we see um, you know the Bank of Canada, for example, John was watching this. The markets are stable right now. Are they going to potentially look at maybe hiking interest rates again in the in the coming year how is this going to affect the average person but right now on the surface things seem you know good enough so i just think that that's what they should have stuck to was just the dollars and cents with respect to our economy not bring in sort of these social issues that really just sort of poked the the bear being president trump anyway so moving forward I think lessons learned and um, good for them for getting it done. And uh, we'll we'll continue to monitor how this will ultimately affect my bottom line and on and all of our bottom line. All right. And that's why I asked, what was the fuss all about? It seemed like it was a lot of sound and fury signifying very little, Mike. Yeah, no, I, I can understand how you come to that conclusion that we should have just given it a new name 18 months ago and uh, said we were done. Um, look, I think the, it's a day to say that the federal government did a good job in a difficult negotiation against a White House that's pretty unpredictable. Um, they uh, they managed to work through a bunch of key issues. I think they held their ground uh, on, on stuff that was really important with respect to the auto sector. Um, they they gave, and I think everybody had been saying that you can give on dairy. Like, you know, we'd all like a little bit more affordable uh, products in the grocery store. So they did well there. Uh, they got the dispute re- um, uh, resolution mechanism in, which was critical. Um, and at least the sunset clause is, is quite a ways out. So overall, a decent uh, package seemingly for Canada. I'm sure a lot of folks will get into the details in, in the coming days and, and we'll, they'll have issues or they won't have issues with what they see there. Uh, but it's a day to say that the uh, federal government did a good job. All right, Kim? I think it's always important to have a trade agreement with your largest trading partner. I think everybody will agree to that. And frankly, I grew up outside of Windsor, so I have a lot of friends who are in, who are both farmers but also work in the auto sector. And for them, it's important that they're able to build these cars, trans- transport these cars. But also there were a number of uh, products that were getting hung up in this trade battle and this trade dispute, everything from the spirits industry to aluminum and steel. So I think once we start to unpackage this, what does this look like? What does this really mean for people in these factories and in these communities? I think we'll have a lot more to say. But again, having a deal done with your largest trading partner is always a good day. On the steel and the aluminum, uh, I think there's a moratorium on that now, though. 
Uh, that was my understanding of it too, um, as as was prescribed from the information that we were given today. That that was going to be, um, you know, because because President Trump was talking about doing that, and it was going to be arbitrary. And but it looks like that is um, on hold for now until he changes his mind. Well, if he does, or <laughs> which he very well could, but, as we know. But you know, and this is the other thing: uh, if you project out now today, again, nobody's really drilled down on the detail. We mm-hmm. keep saying that, but the, the long game. Some are submitting that Trump was playing a long game here, a lighthizer, five, ten years down the road. Uh, will this deal accrue more to their benefit than to ours, like, or be equal? I guess it's hard to speculate, but uh, was there something in there that suggested uh, we were anxious for a deal, and so we kind of got played? Did we get outmaneuvered in the long term? I haven't, I haven't seen anything that would, you know, allow me to credibly sort of say that. You know, I always, I wonder how they did in reality, and I wonder what the trade experts and others who look at the deal, what they will think of it. And, and I've seen no evidence that the Donald Trump is playing like a longer game than anybody else. I think this was about having a political win. He said NAFTA sucked and he wanted to get rid of it. He's got a new deal with a different name on it and he's going to go into the midterms and say it's the best thing ever. Well, you know, in in effect, I mean, the deal they put together with Mexico that we're now signing on to uh, had to do with content uh, quotas in in terms of manufacturing. And Kim, I guess, uh, you know, being from the left side of the ledger, the $16 an hour minimum wage guarantee for 40% of the workforce on the... uh, the autos that are coming into uh, the United States or Canada. I mean, that's got to be, that elevates the labor cost, but it also guarantees that the jobs won't automatically be funneled down to Mexico because they're being paid like, you know, 50 cents an hour. Right. When you start to level out the cost of labor, then you start to look at all the other component pieces that make Canada and Ontario a very attractive place to do business, uh, including our education and our healthcare system. And uh, those are the types of things that employers are looking to and, you know, what places like Amazon have been looking to uh, when they're looking at putting in new head offices. We've had a lot of new head offices uh, being approved here in Toronto, Uh, Shopify most recently, Microsoft. This is all good news of how do you balance out the labor market writ large. And when you take out that that very low labor cost out of the equation, uh, Canada stacks up quite well. Amazon's got to be clicking their heels. More deliveries coming now that the threshold for Mm -hmm. uh, duty-free has been up from $20 to $150. Trump would hate that, though, because he hates Bezos. Yeah, he does. But and also um, Amazon has been, you know, sort of a scoff law when it comes to their taxes in, in different jurisdictions anyway. But I think it's worthwhile exploring sort of the notion um, with respect to the auto. President Trump is going into very contentious midterm elections come just over one month time from now. And I still maintain that the Republicans are probably going to gain seats in the Senate and will hold on to the House. He has now afforded the opportunity to go into the two states where he turned from blue to red, hadn't been hadn't been red since Ronald Reagan in Wisconsin, Michigan, and say, this is what we've done for you. Look at the deal we've got. We've elevated those those um, those minimum wages of the sixteen dollars. And not only that, they also increase the percentage of what um, the the actual development of the car has to be um, as well. Seventy five percent, which is a win for the United States. Mm -hmm. Um, I think overall, when you look at this, any negotiation, regardless of if it's NAFTA or USMC or anything, um, you're going to concede certain things. 
and you're going to gain certain things. Right now, I think it's a, it's a bit of a wash. Um, I don't think that we got a lot out of this. I also don't think that we gave, we sold our souls either. Well, the one component that sort of uh, comes up now immediately, because it was anticipated that we'd give up some of the dairy protection racket. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but Christopher Freeland, who was saying that, you know, they're going to get some kind of compensation for this. Is that owed, Mike? Well, I don't know where the I, the the farmers I think will get some compensation because they they have bought into a system and paid into it through quotas and and, and other uh, mechanisms to be part of it. So when you change the rules of the game, uh, there often is is ways to sort of back it out. Uh, thinking about it more philosophically, you know how we've gotten into this protectionist racket in the first place, where there's these big fees to sort of buy in, and it's it's uh, really run by multinationals now. A system that was designed to maybe help the little uh, household farm is now really a protectionist sort of racket for a sort of big business. And um, but but yeah, sure, that's where they find themselves in. They've changed the rules of the game, and they're going to probably have to uh, pay their way out. And because it was so politically sensitive uh, for them they want to do that they want to try to make people whole even though that they've uh, the agreement has changed with the u.s right and well you know in quebec of course i was they've got their election taking place today mm-hmm. and i saw the leader of the liberals in quebec philip couillard uh, saying on the weekend that you know the protection of the family farm is sacrosanct and there would be nothing and none of the leaders actually suggested anything that would compromise the status quo so uh it's kind of a political decision as much as anything isn't it kim well, all of this has been political between the uh, tariffs that have been added in, the rhetoric back and forth. But look, this was a very good day for the Trudeau government. They got a deal done, and they were getting hammered on not having a deal done for weeks and months. And now that they've, and and frankly, Trump saying the other day, President Trump saying the other day he wasn't going to negotiate and he wasn't going to meet with Trudeau. None of those things really helped in the helped Trudeau. But ultimately, we have a deal, and. Uh, you have to have a deal with your largest trading partner. You ha- we have too much goods going back and forth. Uh, we have too many people, frankly, going back and forth over the border that we need to sort a lot of things out, including uh, uh, how we deal with cannabis, which is the next conversation on borders. All right. Well, uh, cannabis, there's also uh, beer, because that came up with the Kavanaugh hearings. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pivot towards that here in just a moment. It's uh, one of those... Uh, you can't ignore topics that uh, looms large over uh, the current contemporary culture. And Kanye West, his message on Saturday Night Live, I thought might have been seen as an important cultural moment. Uh, we'll revisit all of those topics worthy of discussion in a moment with our panel, Adrian Batra, Mike Van Solen, and Kim Wright, here on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The cost for medicine will go up as a result of this agreement. There is still a road to travel before this agreement, this modernized agreement, is ratified and enters into force. It was just an unfair deal, whether it was Mexico or Canada, and now it's a fair deal for everybody. It's a much different deal. It's a brand new deal. It's fun to stay at the U.S. MCA. Yeah, it's fun to stay at the U.S. MCA. Yeah, yeah. 